0: The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at WrestlingWithJonas.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the showcase of the Immortals episode, episode 29, Wrestlemania. Coming live to you from Dallas, Texas, man. This is my hometown, my home state, so shooters are going to get an inside look into what Dallas has been like. Wrestlemania is taking over the city Everybody's loving it Let's go ahead and get episode 29 shooting man Because I'm so excited to see how this one goes Episode 29 The Wrestlemania entrance Starts now
1: I just like a, I just gotta have a reason to play beep every once in a while. So,
0: <laughs> what is wrong with you? Dude? <laughs> I start piling on the investment money. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the WrestleMania edition, and everybody knows that the road to WrestleMania starts at the Rumble. Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, both etched their names into the books for WrestleMania this weekend. But I feel like I'm forgetting something. I I, I may have somebody here, you know, out of the Rolodex of Friends, since Joey K is still profusely shitting his way through the whole town that is, Philadelphia, and DDJ, of course, we all know is still recovering on that knee, so let's go ahead and bring out my guest for the day, what do you say, oh! DDJ? Oh,
1: hey, what is going on?
0: <laughs> we were able to pull him away from rehab and recovery so he could join us for the WrestleMania Spectaculations. Dude, it's,
1: it's, it's fucking WrestleMania weekend, There I, I've been... You know, gone for the past few weeks. You know, I'm about a month removed from knee surgery. You know, surgery uh, recovery is unfortunately going a little bit slower than I had hoped. But you know what? And There ain't no fucking way I was going to miss out on talking WrestleMania with my guy. And, really? uh, just a, and just a quick shout out to Joey K, man. I just hope whenever you find that magical toilet that's perfectly suited and tailored to... That what I'm sure is a big hairy ass. I I I hope it's everything. I hope it's worth all the effort, man. I really do.
0: You know what? We're talking mania, but we 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 just now mentioned Joey K's big hairy ass, and I know his big hairy ass loved Ring of Honor last night. Oh, I
1: I did too. Like I was telling you before we started, I I was so ready for a cigarette, and I don't even smoke. That's how good that was. <laughs>
0: dude the whole show it was non-stop and the funny thing is is you know i was i've been at my mom's house this week because i had to work in office and she lives like 10 minutes away and i told her i said yeah i might just stay here and watch some of the wrestling events with you and the fact that she was realizing she's like didn't we just see these guys wrestle somewhere else didn't we see these i'm like yeah these guys are putting in the work so it's been nuts to see everything going on
1: and you want to talk about someone who put in the work uh Uh, Like I said, we're recording this. You know, WrestleMania Saturday is only a few hours away. NXT is going to be starting soon. But you want to talk about someone who put in the work just last night alone. How about fucking Murder Grandpa Menor with Suzuki? (laughs) Three three shows in in a matter of hours.
0: Yep. He had the Chris Dickinson show, which was amazing. Hell of a match. He had the one in Ring of Honor. And then he had Effie. Yep. Freaking work rate's amazing.
1: Yeah, and uh but no, like you said, the, the and I said this to you and I said this to a bunch of my friends last night after the show. I don't think the Tony Khan era of Ring of Honor could have gotten off to a better start after after what we saw last night. There's no way they could have gotten off to a better start.
0: Agreed. I think um you know I've seen some people online talk about oh we should have known that all the AEW guys were going over and then, and I don't I don't get that sentiment because I feel like the show went exactly how it should have gone. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's like you know, it, 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 like yeah, it, you could tell there was a lot of you know, AEW influence on it, but it didn't feel like I was watching, you know, uh, Rampage or Dynamite. It felt like I was watching Ring of Honor. Exactly. But I mean, we got some really great surprises. I mean, just the 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 matches alone, you know, and it's just and it, like it. This goes back to. When we were, you know, rec- we, were, we did our show, like, after the announcement was made that Tony Khan bought, Khan bought Ring of Honor. He's doing with Ring of Honor what Vince McMahon should have done with WCW when he purchased that back in 2001. And, I honestly, like I said, I'm excited for the future of Ring of Honor and, and, and stuff, you know. But, I mean, just what a way to start off WrestleMania weekend.
0: Hell yeah, man. I mean, if you didn't pop for Samoa Joe, what, what are you doing watching wrestling? Dude, I
1: I'm sitting here. I, we, like literally we had just gotten back from vacation because I was on vacation with the family this week and this past week we just call coming in and stuff. So um the uh uh whatchamacallit? it? Uh, I've just gotten back in. And I was watching the event on my phone because we didn't get, we didn't leave to head back home. So a lot later, I think we had planned, you know, we had to make, you know, pit stops, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so I ended up watching the majority of the event on my phone and I got in just like, just right before the conclusion of that main event uh, with uh, Gresham and Bandito. And, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, set up my, cause I not set up my ring of honor honor club account yet on my Apple TV. So I was like straight, cause I wanted to watch something on the TV and stuff. And then it's like, you know, I get it set up, I get it on, you know, the tail end goes, you know, it's uh, you know, lethal comes out, you know, and you know, with this new, you know, heel character that it looks like they're going with. And, you know, and then the shock to see Sanjay Dutt get active again, obviously they talk about how close those two have been throughout the years, especially their time and impact. Yeah. And, and, and stuff, you know, and seeing that, but then just, when when the the music hit and i saw that fire on the screen i'm thinking what's this and then when i saw when i saw samoa joe come out i am like whoa and like my jaw was like yes like i i literally had my jaw dropped for a good couple of minutes just because i was i don't think and, and i mean tony khan even went on twitter and said hey if you're thinking of leaving early to go hit another show don't do it because i got something big planned and uh, once again, Tony Khan delivers.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to you, man. The difference between the, the 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 decision maker for me between staying home and watching all these wonderful shows or going out there and actually catching one or two live was the fact that SuperCard was running congruent with um, Impact's Multiverse of Madness because those are the two shows I really want to see. And there's that. no way to do that because of where they're situated. One is on the other. They're like opposite ends of the town. And the best way to do it is like <coughs> how I did. I had it one on TV, one on the laptop, didn't mm. miss a thing. And then, you know, I got to see some mojo. I saw the Ultimate X match. I saw the Briscoes fight, you know, the Good Brothers. And I don't know. I feel like that may have been the best option this weekend just because of so much that was going on.
1: Well, I, I, you know, I didn't get a chance to watch the Impact Wrestling event, which is something I wanted to do. But the one thing I'm going to say about uh, Supercard of Honor, and more specifically, the amazing, amazing tag team match between FTR and uh, the Briscoes, which not only did that live up to the hype, it blew the hype and the expecta- all my expectations out of the water. Yep. And just, I mean, right now, to me, the bar has been set for this weekend by, with that match. And I mean, I'm I'm just talking just strictly the match. I'm not talking about what happened after the match when we got a surprise appearance by a four uh, and by, by the young bucks and that promo they cut. Yeah. They talk about how they quit this company, you know, two years prior, they go start in a company that ends up buying this company. I mean, how fucking prickish heel more prickish heel. Could you have been with that?
0: Yeah, they, they they hit the nail on the head, dude. The Bucks know how to do heel great. Yes. And um, back in the day, we used to do a session or a little part to a show where we called our Match of the Week. It's yep. going to be hard for FTR and the Briscoes not to be Match of the Week.
1: Uh, and when we get into talking about WrestleMania here in a little bit, uh, this isn't the hot take I was telling you about before we started recording. But I'm a, when we get to the match, the the only ma- uh, there's one match that I think that as it stands right now, just on paper, that I think may come close to topping that.
0: Uh, when mm-hmm. we get to that match, I'll let you know what it is. All right, and I see what 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 are you wearing over there,
1: dude? I I I'm I'm ready for WrestleMania. You know, I I have to do it big. You know, I have to I have to represent someone that's wrestling on night or wrestlemania saturday i am wearing my brand new rick shirt i have been wanting this shirt for a while i think this dude is immensely talented i think he's got star written all over him and i i'm I'm just i've been I'm, i'm i love this guy and i'm i'm excited to see him uh i'm excited to see him perform tonight so
0: hell yeah before we jump into WrestleMania, anything else you want to cover from the crazy weekend that's already been there,
1: dude? I, I, all I want to say is this: this weekend is easily like one of my favorite weekends of the year because it's become so much more than just the WrestleMania event itself. It's just basically, it's like, it's like what's it's it's like WrestleMania Woodstock. It's you know. <laughs> It's like, you know, WrestleMania Live Aid where basically everybody comes together, you know, uh, 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 and it's just there's so many actions for people out there. And it's it's, it's just become an amazing weekend.
0: Dude, I saw something out there yesterday that said on Friday alone, every major promotion in the U.S. had a show going on and they included Dynamite. They included SmackDown. And then, of course, all the indie shows that were going on. Every major company had something going on last night.
1: Yeah, and I mean, just and I want to ask you again because you're, you know, you 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 live in Dallas. I'm all the way up here by Chicago, but like, what what has it been like down there for you?
0: Let me tell you this: I didn't really feel the WrestleMania vibes until Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday, you start seeing the what's it called little signs, the billboards yep. with WrestleMania photos. You drive by Fair Park, and yeah, they have billboards up, but it's not WrestleMania. Fair park has decked out with the GCW collective billboards. I'm wow. like, oh. And and I started feeling I'm like, dude, this is this is that weekend. You've got Uber Eats doing the uh WrestleMania. Smackadillas, which is stupid in itself, but I'll probably get one because I'm a mark.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there's so many things, man, right now. They're just changed for WrestleMania. Um, the meet and greet opportunities. People that I know that are in town that are meeting wrestlers just on a whim is freaking amazing. I'm <coughs> Ty. Oh, Ty has some of the best luck out of anybody I've ever known. Ty can slip and meet a wrestler.
1: It, 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 and he's a good dude like that you know Giovanna and i've had the, the 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 we were we've been lucky enough to enjoy a wrestling show and some beers with with our guy ty and yeah he's down there and just the list of the pictures he's posted on his facebook of the the people he's met i i am like i mean he's seen he's gotten pictures for, with trish stratus um uh whatchamacallit rikishi uh solo sokoa he even got a picture with johnny freaking knoxville
0: (laughs) that's a weird one that's the one that threw me i was like okay i'm kind of jealous because knoxville's cool
1: dude i've been i've been on a bit of a a jackass binge lately i watched all the movies on paramount plus and (laughs) i also discovered that they have some of the episodes of the old mtv tv show on there so yeah i've been on a bit of a jackass binge and i'm just like yeah i'm like a, a incredibly jealous of Ty getting him to get a picture with Johnny Knoxville.
0: Oh, all right. Let's get into Mania, man. Let's do let's do a real quick palette cleanser for the shooters gallery before we jump into night one of WrestleMania Shooters Gallery. We're taking a quick commercial break.
1: Yes! Yes, it is me, Gerald Zippoupe. And you are watching Shooting Shit Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, Team Gerald, all the way! I had to do that for you. I know your Team Gerald. It hurts my heart because that's the heel of the whole NRD uh, group. But it, it's it's okay, man. There's there's some good nerds over there. They're a great bunch of guys, dude, and we love love
1: being. Uh, I love being on their show. We loved having them on on our show and stuff, man. And uh, yeah, so um, you know what? I don't know about you, but I'm ready to talk about WrestleMania, man, because you got two nights of some good action
0: wrestlemania the showcase of the immortals i have it broken into our little graphics between night one and two not really on how i think they're gonna play out but more or less you know what the matchup should be so we'll start it off here the man becky lynch against the one and only bianca belair where are we going
1: Man, you know, I this this has been something that is actually, I've liked the build. Like, it's it's been a really good build, and this is actually, you know, something that I, I'm honestly shocked that we didn't get uh, this year, Becky and Ronda, stemming from what happened at WrestleMania 35, but all reports are indicating that that's what we're getting next year for uh, LA and stuff. But, you know, I mean, it's gotten really personal the last couple of weeks. I mean, Becky Lynch was in the hospital, supposedly due to a a throat injury or something at the hands of Bianca Belair. Then you know Becky got her revenge and put Bianca in the hospital and stuff. You know, and then she talked about cutting uh, uh, Bianca's hair, and um, and then you know tables got turned and you know Bianca cut Becky's hair and you know Becky's got a new look now and stuff. But I I I think since uh, Becky Lynch you know came back at uh, SummerSlam last year and took the, well, the women's, the SmackDown women's title from Bianca and like 26 seconds, you know, I think this was something that most of us wrestling fans were wondering when we were finally going to see the, you know, Bianca get her retribution. And I'm going to come right out and say it. I think we get it. I get, we get it tonight. I think uh, Bianca Belair walks out of uh, WrestleMania as the uh, raw women's champion.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. And I'll throw a hot take in there. uh, Bianca Belair wins. It's going to be a great match. I feel like they're going to put on a really spectacular match. But that braid is getting cut.
1: I don't know, man. I think that's just that braid has become such. Honestly, as weird as this may sound, it's become so much uh, a part of the Bianca Belair character. I don't know if you can really do that. That's just me.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. Moving on to the next one, and this match is one that I could probably have left off the card and been okay with. But you've got the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray, going against The Miz, and for some reason, that Paul kid. What are we thinking on this one, DDJ?
1: I'm thinking that might be a good uh, time to go use the
0: bathroom or something. (laughs) I definitely agree. And and,
1: and it's and, and it's, it's 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 no disrespect it's like I I mean no disrespect to the three of the four participants in this match. I think you know which three I'm talking about.
0: Yes. Yes, I mean I do.
1: obviously we know Rey Mysterio is a legend and he is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Dominic Mysterio, I think is, is still very young in his career And I think he's going to only get better And I think, I mean, the one thing I'm anxious About this match is I'm anxious to see his Reaction when he steps out Onto the uh, the Stage for You know, for this event, because Last year, if, I, if I'm not mistaken he wasn't, he wasn't at Mania, he was on the Andre The Giant Battle Royal that was on Smackdown The night before, and I believe he came I believe he came was runner up in that match uh yep. and and I I was the one, I picked him to actually win that um but I mean that's kind of one thing I'm looking for and then, obviously there's the Miz. The Miz gets so much shit but, <laughs> god, but god damn it the Miz is, is amazing the 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 that WWE Evil uh series that they have on. Excuse me. Um on uh Peacock is really good. The episode of the Miz with the Miz is really good. I think the the Miz is someone who I think I've said many times before when he retires, he will be in the Hall of Fame and he should be in the Hall of Fame, yes, and that so but and then there's you know I get why you know they're putting Logan Paul in this match. you know I mean, I still really don't understand why he's famous or his brother's famous I like. Don't in, you know, and I mean, I put them in the same vein of, like, say, the Kardashians. Like, I hate them yep. because I don't understand why these people are famous and stuff. But you know what? It is it is what it is and stuff. This is going to be one of those, uh, you know, I think this is like trying to get, you know, more ca- more viewers on the product, you know, especially those that maybe follow Logan Paul or whatever. But whatever it is and stuff. But, I mean, to me, I, I, I feel like I think the Mysterios are going to win. And then I think we're going to see um, – we're going to see a rift between uh The Miz and Logan Paul after after the match.
0: All right. Yeah, I, I like the Mysterios taking the win here, and they've kind of been building to something that could be a big moment in the match or after the match at Mania. Um, I don't know if you've been picking up on it, but commentary has been talking about why Dominic is not wearing a mask and how you have to earn your mask. I mm-hmm. think he could earn his mask at WrestleMania.
1: Ooh, I like that take, you know, I mean, it very well could be because, I mean, obviously we know Ray probably doesn't have that much more time, you know, he doesn't have, you know, he's made, I mean, as many operations and stuff he's had over the years, it's a miracle he's still going at that the pace he's going now and stuff, you know, but I mean, this would be, you know, that time to, to yeah. for maybe him to pass on the mantle.
0: Alright, I like it, I like it a lot. And then all of you guys out there in the Shooters Gallery who actually know who Jake and Logan Paul are and you're okay boomerang us, I have two words for you.
1: Suck
0: it. Suck it. Anyway, next matchup here, which I'm actually looking really forward to. We've got Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin, and that dude behind him that just looks like he likes to hurt people. What are we talking about? What are we thinking on this one? Well, first off,
1: congratulations to uh, Mad Cat Moss for winning the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal uh, on SmackDown and stuff, you know. And I mean, I still and, don't I like
0: that one on SmackDown.
1: I don't either. You know, I mean, it, 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 they got two nights of WrestleMania. You, you got to find time to get, you know, something like this. You can find the time.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's
1: And that's so. Uh, but this has also, you know, had a pretty decent build. And, I mean, it's just, again, you know, shout-out to Mad Cat Moss for surviving that scary bump that he took from uh, Drew McIntyre at uh, – I believe it was at uh, the Crown Jewel pay-per-view or the last th- – whatever – no, Elimination Chamber, yep. know, the last time they were in Saudi. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a miracle that he's walking. You know, unfortunate, it's unfortunate, you know, what happened with Big E didn't have the same outcome and stuff. But, I mean – you know the the i have i've i've liked this dynamic between you know happy corbin and uh mad Cat moss i i it's it's been a fun dynamic but i kind of think that it's it's drawing to a close and because i mean we've seen the point where you know some of the jokes that mad Cat moss has been cracking you know hasn't really been met with a positive reaction from happy corbin so it's kind of like you know the first sign that maybe this you know relationship or what a partnership is kind of run its course and stuff and i Kind of see the, uh, you know, I see Drew getting the win. I mean, it's I think it's the only way. I think it'd be a bit of a shocker to see Happy Corbin, uh, you know, take the win here. But it's just to me, it's building up for Drew, who still really hasn't gotten his WrestleMania moment that he should have had two years ago. Yep. Um, you know, and obviously, I don't think he's going to get it here and stuff. But, I mean, I just feel like he, he, the McIntyre gets the win and then maybe... Like, on the subsequent episode of SmackDown, we see the dissolution of this partnership, you know, and maybe we start seeing more of uh, what Madcap Moss can do coming off, you know, the win for, um, in the Battle Royal.
0: Yeah, I like it. I think, um, of course, this has to be Drew's match here. There's no reason to really have Happy Corbin win. Mm-hmm. Um, And, yeah, they're, they're, they need to break Madcap up with Happy Corbin because, for some reason, Corbin's character really never landed with me, Um, whether he was... King Corbin, Constable Corbin, Lone Wolf Corbin. He's, for some reason, I cannot buy into him. But I feel like Madcap has maybe something there. Um, We need to give him some time and give him space away from Corbin to give him that room to shine. But um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely wanting to see what happens between Madcap and Drew. Uh, I think that could be a potential good little first feud out for him after Corbin. Absolutely. All right. This next one is for you and only you, DDJ. Oh, We've boy. got the Uso's going against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick. <laughs> Man, How's this one going?
1: You know, obviously, you know, I am rocking my Rick Boogs t-shirt and stuff, you know, and I mean I I I, I let it known that I'm a huge fan of his and I think there's so much potential in, in, in with him. And stuff, you know, and this is gonna be one of those times where my heart and my brain are gonna are two different things. (laughs) My heart wants me to wants the wants, you know, Nakamura and Boogs to to win. But my brain is telling me that the Usos uh, need to retain. And because I think this uh, this this weekend is going to be it's going to be all or nothing for uh, for for the bloodline. And I mean, I, I just feel like it's just, I mean, really, I mean, it's just knocking more in bro- boobs, you know. Great team, great, you know, chemistry, stuff like that. But I just, I feel like it's just, there's nobody can touch the Usos right now.
0: All right. I like and it.
1: And that's, and that's, that's what I'm going with. I, I want, my heart wants the, wants the, wants the challengers to win the titles, but my brain, and, uh, and I'm officially picking the Usos to retain. <laughs>
0: I know that hurt you deeply, man, but it's got to be the Usos. Yeah. It's got to be the Usos. Yeah. Um, Let's move to a match, man, here that I don't actually think is going to be a match. I don't see this one getting a uh, starting bell. Of course, I'm talking about The New Day versus Butch, Sheamus, and whatever other generic Irish bruiser name that they gave that other guy. Rich Holland?
1: Man, you know mad at Butch. Yeah, I, I think uh, The collective wrestling world Is as well And you know, again It's it's a classic case of You know what, WWE want to own the rights To you know, this character You know, stuff, you know, whatever I I get it from a business perspective But just because, you know, I get it from a business perspective Doesn't mean I have to like it And this I don't, I mean, Pete Dunne I'm not going to use that other name. Pete Dunn is an immensely talented performer who is, you know, unfortunately just been kind of brought up to the main roster and is, you know, part of a group, you know, and stuff. Now he went from being English to Irish and, <laughs> and stuff, you know, and then obviously this all, you know, this all, you know, there's also the, the big E por- portion, you know, where unfortunately, you know, tragic accident, you know, Rich Holland doesn't overhead belly to belly. Uh, Big E, you know, lands on his head, ends up breaking his neck, and I mean, thankfully he doesn't need surgery. Sounds like you know, he's going to be okay. It's up in the air as to whether or not he's going to ever be able to wrestle again and stuff, but But I I, I feel like this is going to be kind of one of those and I mean, we may get you know, I mean, I don't know what his if he's able to travel or not, you know, with his neck and stuff but I mean, if he's able to travel, I wouldn't be surprised to see Big E make an appearance here, you know, to kind of really just be that huge morale boost for the New Day and, you know, pop the crowd. Because we all know the crowd's going to pop like crazy if, if he shows up.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh My feeling on this, man, is I don't think we ever get a ring bell. I think that, you know, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods goes out there, chip on their shoulder, trying to get skin for skin for Big E. And I feel like they, you know, this turns into a full-on breakdown of a beatdown from chairs, everything. I feel like they go after uh, Holland, or at least that's what I would do to make the story a little bit more interesting, kind of give them that retribution mm-hmm. for Big E. Because I feel like night one has a little too many matches booked, and they may need to save some time, and that's the best way to do it with this match.
1: Well, I'm going to uh, disagree with you on the fact that the bell will never ring, because we're already getting another fight. I'm going to do my air quotes here. Another fight you know, a match that's not really a match later on that evening, which we're going to be talking about soon and stuff. And I don't think we're going to see, you know, I don't expect to see two of those in one night. I, I, I feel like here, uh, you know, again, it's going to be, I think we're going to see the New Day, like, kind of do, they're, they're going to go out and win it for the, you know, for Big E and stuff. So I, I'm I'm thinking we are going to get a match. It may not be very long, but I see, I see, uh, I see uh, uh, Kofi and uh, King Xavier, Winning this one for, uh, for Big E.
0: Winning it for the boys back home. Now, this one's got a little bit of controversy on it. Seth Rollins against an opponent of Mr. McMahon's choosing. Who's the opponent? Who's winning?
1: Uh, I still I don't feel as strongly about this statement I'm about to make as I did when I first made it. I still um I still feel like this whole Cody Rose thing because that's what everybody's thinking. That's what all the dirt sheets, the news sites. they one minute they're saying it's going to be Cody, and then it's just, I don't know. It's just what it changes the. You know, it seems like this change. It's the the, the opponent changes more than uh, I change my underwear <laughs> uh, and, and and stuff. So. And I usually change my underwear uh, pretty much every day, so <laughs> that goes to tell you. But um, behind the curtain there, but uh, but uh, but uh, but, uh, but no, I, I I don't think it's going to be Cody Rhodes because, like I said, if he's going to show up, I think it's going to be the the they're saving them for the WrestleMania, you know, the Raw after WrestleMania. Um, but I do have a little bit of a take, and it kind of I think I it was reinforced last night at the end of the hall of fame uh, ceremony. Although I don't know if you watched that or not, but you kind of saw at the end when Taker was done giving a speech, which by the way, amazing speech
0: Ooh.
1: Um, and stuff. He kind of stepped down, you know, then he kind of looked back at the outfits that were in the ring and he put one on and he said, you know, never say never. So, it could easily be a red herring to throw people off the Cody Rhodes chair. I mean, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's Cody Rhodes. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Taker, and I think Taker. It's going to be like what they did with John Cena at uh, WrestleMania thirty four. You know, they waited, 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 and then like you know, hour like an hour or so would before you know he's sitting in the crowd, and then he runs back, gets ready, comes out, gets squashed by Taker. I think that's what we're going to see here. I think uh, it's going to be Taker, and I think Taker wins in the squash.
0: I'm doubling down on the Taker, man. I feel like everything is kind of pointing away from Cody Rhodes. Um, I, I, I feel it, man. I, I could see Taker being the one here. And uh, definitely he has to get the win if it's him.
1: And, and, and the reason why I'm thinking it, I mean, Taker's last match, if I'm not mistaken, was the Boneyard match with AJ two years ago, correct? Correct. Uh, what The one thing about that match... Nobody around. It was, you know, a cinematic match. It wasn't in front of a crowd. Anybody deserves to go out in the middle of that ring at WrestleMania in his hometown or his home state. You know, with a full, you know, crowd of like 50, 60, whatever they're expecting for uh, uh, the night. Uh, it's, It'll it's, be 100K. You think they're going to a 100K tonight, each night?
0: 100K WrestleMania people, yeah. You know, oh, they always inflate it.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: Uh, all right, this one here, I've gone back and forth with between who I think's winning, man. I, in in obviously, I don't I don't even think I'm going to be able to tell you who's going to win it until I give your you get your take from it, man. We're we're, we're talking about Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. I, I don't and, know.
1: Yeah, uh, this one is this one is probably, I would say the closest to a, well, no, not necessarily because I think, uh, Brock versus Roman is just as much a pick as this one is and stuff, you know, but I just, to me, I just, I feel, I, I just, I feel like Rhonda came back for a reason. Rhonda came back because, you know, she's ready to go. I think she, you know, it's, it, it, she's obviously spent the time, you know, doing the work, you know, she did the work and, and I just, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I, would love this. You know, I like, I I'm a Charlotte flair guy. I've been a flair guy for, you know, years and stuff, but I mean, I just, and I can go back and forth. I can see cases for both people win, but I just, I don't see how you don't, I mean, I'll put it to you this way. I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey, making Charlotte tab, but if Charlotte wins, it's not going to be clean. There's going to be some sort of, uh, there are, there will be shenanigans.
0: Yeah. I love that breakdown, man. I mean, for me, if Charlotte wins, it can't be clean. Um And I keep going back and forth. Are we going to get a dirty finish with Charlotte? Or is Ronda Rousey going to take that arm and she has to tap? Um I could see both happening. And the thing is, is with the storyline, either or can happen. Because both of them kind of have ready-made storylines after this match. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily depend on who has the title and where do they go. So i i think like you said ronda may end up winning it just because that's the sexier pick ronda rousey women's champion but if charlotte was to win i wouldn't be upset about it
1: right right i i will I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll agree to agree on this one
0: there we go now for the main event of the evening which at least should be in my opinion the ko show with stone cold steve austin what are we going to get out of this man
1: we're just going to get just two – you know, first off, I'm anxious to see how Austin looks because, I mean, this is going to be his first real match in, what was it, 19 years or something like that. So, And from all reports I've been hearing is that, you know, Austin is looks ready to go um, and stuff. And, and, I mean, I think, you know, and I think this is probably something – that was thrown in the pot to get Kevin Owens to resign with the WWE because I know he. I think he's pretty much gone on record saying he's you know was an Austin fan and and I love the fact that you know how Owens, uh, uh, you know got the got the crowd in Chicago on Raw twice in that segment. I mean the pop of the crowd when the Austin awesome music hit to start out the show. He got him again when, you know, the music played again and we all everybody. And like, he got him twice. And I mean, I thought that was brilliant and <laughs> stuff. We're going to get a fight. I, it's not going to be one-sided. I think it's going to, it's going to just, it's going to break down and, you know, it's going to go all over the place. But I mean, I, I don't see, especially if this main events, if this is, if this is indeed the main event of night one, which from what I've been hearing, it's supposed to be, which it should be. I mean, it's Austin's first match in 19 years. I, I, it has to be. But yeah. I, don't see any other, I don't see any other ending to this match than uh, Austin uh, studying Kevin Owens, <laughs> drinking a bunch of beers to send the crowd home for night one.
0: Yeah, that's that's the epic way. That's the best way to send it home. Austin, beers flowing, Kevin Owens on the ground um maybe beers thrown into the crowd i mean in my opinion you have to do it because there's going to be a lot of fans that if taker is the guy facing seth may not like that but you send them home with austin they'll be just fine
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right before we get into night two let's take another brief intermission a quick pause for the call shooters gallery shake it all out give yourself a second taking the Quick minute between nights one and two with this brief commercial break. Well, hello there. It's me, Harold, the Puppet. And you are watching
1: Shooting. I don't curse, so shooting poop. Yeah.
0: That's uh, why I'm Team Harold. He doesn't curse. He couldn't even say the show name because he doesn't curse.
1: <laughs> yeah, but look at you as much as you curse, you foul mouth bastard.
0: This is true. Maybe that's why I like Harold. He reminds me that I could be better. I shouldn't curse as much.
1: Oh, man. All right. (laughs) I think we all could stand from a little less cursing, but it wouldn't be as fun.
0: It wouldn't. But shooting poop, that's a new t-shirt coming soon.
1: (laughs) Hey, maybe we could do some collab work with uh, with, uh, Harold, and maybe we can make that shirt happen.
0: Might have to give it a look out, guys. Let us know in our comment section on YouTube, since you guys are going to be the ones who actually seen the commercials. If you're listening to this on the audio, jump on the YouTube, guys. Come watch the little commercial uh, snippets from Harold and Gerald, the puppets, respectively, uh, from the NERD podcast. Like I said, man, good bunch of nerds that were with us on a couple episodes ago. And uh, we actually saw Harold and Gerald get into a fight. And I think we saw the first ever puppet bitch slap. I don't know, man.
1: Oh, man. I I, I tell you what. That was like, for me, that being my last episode before I went off to have my knee surgery. Man, I couldn't have thought of a better way to go into uh, surgery and rehab than seeing two puppets bitch slap each
0: other. Oh, it was greatness. Now, horrible transition talking about puppet bitch slapping, but... We've got the women's tag <laughs> team match. <laughs> I was not set up, wow. I promise. Liv wow. Morgan, Rhea Ripley, be, uh Sasha Banks, Feel the Glow with Naomi, the Pitbull that is Shayna Baszler, Natalia for some reason, because I don't know why that team works. And then your champions, Queen Zelina, and the one and only former Princess of Staten Island. Who we got in this match?
1: Uh, first off, I would like to say that uh, those last comments are only those of one <laughs> Giovanni hobby, the hot one, and not representative of myself, <laughs> Joey K, or the Shooting Shit Podcast. Those are all Jovans, so. though.
0: I said it was a bad transition. I didn't. I didn't expect that match to to be the next one that we were going to review. But still, I'm making sure my ba- my butt's covered. Sorry, man. <laughs> But
1: but no, this was kind of this is obviously one of those matches that was you know to get more women featured on the show and another thing, Shayna Baszler deserves so much better than she's gotten. Yeah. But um, as for this match, you know, um, I, a lot of this, the last couple weeks leading up to this match, has you know been the dissension or the trouble between Zelina and Carmelo, though appears they're. Back on the same page. Obviously, we all know Carmella's getting re- ready to be uh, become the next uh, Mrs. Corey Graves, yep. and that so. Uh, and I, uh, I, 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 the, the, there's a couple of good teams on here, and I just for me, I think uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks to uh, get the win and become the new women's tag team champions.
0: Ooh, I like that. I think we're uh, we're going to differ for the first time tonight, man. Um, I I really like one team in this matchup, and it's just because I feel like they have to do something with this lady because she's been honestly loyal to a fault. You can see her in ring work just has gotten so good over the last few months. You can see the improvement, and she's paired up with somebody who I honestly think is the future of this division. I'm going Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, honestly, that was uh if I wouldn't have
1: picked Sasha and um uh Naomi, I would have went with those two. So but good,
0: good pick there. All right, all right. Now, pick me a winner on this one, man. Sammy Zayn going up against Jackass's own Johnny Knoxville. Okay.
1: So uh i actually i said I had one hot take on a match we were talking about no, um, this is it right here <laughs> this is, and but so the, let me tell you, tell you why i think outside of Brock versus roman i don't think i think this match has honestly had the best most enjoyable build up to any of the matches that we're seeing either tonight or tomorrow. i okay. mean because we've got we have what happened you know leading to the Royal Rumble. You know, Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn poking fun at each other on Twitter and social media. Then, you know, Johnny Knoxville being in the Rumble, getting eliminated by Sami Zayn. Then turning around and helping helping Sami Zayn get get eliminated, helping eliminate Sami Zayn from the Rumble. Then we get to uh, Sami Zayn crashing the premiere of Jackass Forever, <laughs> which, by the way, if you have not seen that movie, go on Paramount Plus if you have it. If not, the, D- the Blu-ray DVD, 4K comes out, I believe, April nineteenth, and get that movie because it is it is about an hour and a half of some of the funniest, most craziest shit you will ever see. Um, yes. But um but just then you go to where uh Sami Zayn got a hold of Johnny Knoxville's phone number and kept calling him. So what does Johnny Knoxville do? He hires a fucking plane to fly <laughs> over California. With Sammy Zayn's actual phone number on it, and uh, Sammy Zayn's phone gets blown up, unlike any phone ever gets blown up. And from what I heard, he was actually picking up and talking to people that were calling him, which is cool. Oh. I just think I just think that this build has been so much fun, and, and, and everything. And honestly, this is the build I think that's had the best build and the most enjoyable build build to any match on WrestleMania outside of uh, Brock versus Roman, because I think that's been going on for so long. And I, mean, I think that'd be, you know, pretty much universal across the board. That being that being said, we get to the match. It's an anything goes match. So we're going to see some, like, you you see, you, if you've ever watched Jackass, I think you're going to have a pretty good idea of what to expect, especially with Johnny Knoxville. We've seen Johnny Knoxville take bumps from Bulls. We've seen yeah. him, you know, get shot out of cannons and get shot at with, you know, paintballs and we've seen him get we I've seen him get kicked multiple times in the nuts doing a cup test and stuff. They so think if you've seen Jackass, you're gonna get an idea of what to expect for Johnny Knoxville. And yeah. obviously Sami Zayn is an amazing talent and is very underrated. That being said, my pick for winner of this match, I'm going with Johnny Knoxville.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I'm 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 doing the exact same thing. I'm I'm seeing Johnny Knoxville as the winner here. Um I think we'll get a couple of cheap uh pops with some jackass guys, maybe Chris Pontius, yep. maybe we man.
1: Dude, could you imagine? I, I'll tell you this right now. If we see Wee Man do a crossbody on Sami Zayn, or you know what? I'll even do one better. I want to see Preston Lacey do a crossbody on, <laughs> on Sami Zayn.
0: I- Now I want to see Preston Lacey do a crossbody on Sami Zayn, and I want to see Wee Man punch him in the nuts, and we have to have, like, something inflatable just pop out and hit Sami Zayn. Yes.
1: uh, Who knows? You know, we could see Steve-O puke on him or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's so much good stuff that could come out of that match, something that, you know, a lot of people didn't like the celebrities in the matches or they thought it was too much for WrestleMania. I think this one actually works just cuz like you said the build has been amazing.
1: Yeah. No, I wholeheartedly agree. And and that's why like I said a lot of people object to having the celebrities and all that. But in this case I don't. Like I, said, I like you said I think it works and it works it's going to work really well. Are Hell we getting yeah. Flair versus are we going to get Flair versus Steamboat? Are we going to get uh Bucks <laughs> versus Lucha Brothers with this? Absolutely not, but we're going to get something that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun.
0: Hell yeah, this, a spectacle which WrestleMania was built off of, making big-time moments. Yep. All right, big-time moments, man. This one, uh, this match is is a big one, man. I think it's it's going to be something that uh, is talked about from a long time, because you're going to have your Johnny Knoxville, you're going to have your Sami Zayn, but then you're also going to have this match that has the momentum to steal the show. Edge and A.J. Styles. All
1: Where are we going? All right. Where are we going? Okay. So, we were talking about beginning of the show, we talked about Ring of Honor. And we talked about how amazing that uh, match between the Briscoes versus FTR was. And I said there was only one match that's on, that's on this WrestleMania card that I think that can come close to possibly dethroning this match as matchup of the weekend. And this is it right here. This is the match... Uh, from when the moment it was announced, this was the match I'm most excited for uh, the match. I'm most looking forward to the build has been kind of, eh, you know, I mean, I like the new, the, the new spin they or the new direction they've gone with edge. Um, and that, and, and such. And I mean, I think this is going to be nothing short of spectacular. I definitely think this is going to steal the show for, uh, re- both nights of WrestleMania. And, uh, well, I don't think this is gonna be the end of this feud. I, I, I feel like I think AJ's gonna get the win here, but I think AJ's gonna get left lane in the ring after we're all is said and done.
0: Yeah, I like that, man. I think um I'm I'm going edge just simply because every time I've picked against Edge in any of the prediction leagues, he always ends up screwing me. So this time I'm going with Edge because I'm not gonna pick against him no more. Um And there are rumblings that they want to do a new era brood Mm -hmm. with Edge. So we very much can see AJ lying in a big wreck in the middle of the ring tonight with whoever this new brood members can be. So a lot of story that can go on from this match. Um, Mm -hmm. Hopefully we can milk this one out, have this feud go a little longer. But definitely excited to see this match. And like I said, I I have to go Edge.
1: Okay. Well, uh, we'll hopefully, you know, the uh the one time you go you you pick the guy that always screws you over doesn't screw
0: you over again <laughs> that, that's yeah it's gonna happen i feel it uh all right this one here crazy build not your not your normal type of build but something i'm very excited to see pat mcafee and angel garza
1: man uh, where are we going uh, first off, that's not Angel Garza, that's Austin
0: Theory. Austin Theory, sorry. They all, you know, they're cousins, I think. Uh, I doubt that, but anyway, <laughs> you know,
1: I, I, I'm actually, I think this match could potentially be something, like be that match that nobody, this ma- this could be that match that nobody expected to be good, turns out to be really good. And back at, you know, back in our, uh, our previous uh show that we did together. We I think we talked about um we did our year end awards and we talked about um like you know rookie of the year and like who had the best debut or whatever. And I think I had chose Pat McAfee for the match he had with Adam Cole last year. I think it was at a takeover and then what he did in uh the war games. Pat McAfee if you if, this dude is a diehard passionate fan of this pro this business, I mean, it's re, it's reflected, it's shown in his this commentary style. I love the fact that they're letting him do be himself in this, you know, with the commentary and every the way he does his commentary, and um, and that you know, and Austin Theory, he, he's this dude, is, this dude is going to be money in a couple of years. I mean, clearly, he's working with Mr. McMahon, so when you work with Mr. McMahon, obviously. McMahon has to see something in you. And I I, feel like, and I've liked the build, and it's like this is another match where I've enjoyed the build and stuff. I I, I feel like uh, I'm going to go with uh, Pat McAfee to get the win here, but I I do expect to see, maybe not necessarily with McAfee in theory, but I feel like that Pat McAfee story with uh, Mr. McMahon is not going to be done after this match.
0: Right. Yeah, um, big time, man. I think I don't ever think we'll see the events pay off, but I think McAfee may hopefully get a few more matches because he like like you said when he showed out, he showed out. Yeah. Um,
1: and, and it's just it's it, and I think for those that maybe didn't watch NXT, you know, or whatever, um, you guys are really in for a treat because uh, Pat McAfee can go.
0: Yes, easily. Um, yeah, I got to say McAfee wins this one, man. He's got to take it today or night two. He's got to take that match. My whole thing, though. If you say that this person is the future, which Vince has done for theory and quick recap, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo are cousins, not theory and Garza. So I was way off there. It's early. I've watched wrestling for like. Twenty-four fucking hours straight. Anyway, yeah. Normal. Normally, this would be about the time Javon's getting up out of bed on a Saturday. So, yeah, it's actually not a lie. That's pretty damn close to accurate. Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, the last person I could think of that Vincent Kennedy McMahon said is the future would be Drew McIntyre.
1: Yeah, it took him a while to get to realize that future.
0: He had to leave, reinvent himself on the Indies, put on some muscle, and he came back and he's been the Drew that we know now. My thing for Theory, I don't know. Vince never really likes the smaller guys. Um, I think we can see Austin Theory, yeah, he's got something there. He's got a, He's got a certain something. I can't really put my finger on it, but he's got something. I don't know if um, necessarily using the Vince says he's the next big thing is going to work for him, but we'll we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully, this loss isn't going to do much to him. Pat McAfee is going to be a beast, a legend, probably future Hall of Famer um, if he stays with the company for a good amount of time. Yeah, but I uh, I, I, I like that take. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave it there. We'll go Pat McAfee. All right. I'll give you this match next. Which, if all rumors are true of the WWE taking off marijuana from its forbidden substance list, you know we'll have a happy bro. Riddle and Norton going against the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy. Where do we see this one going?
1: Man, you know. I, I I'm I'm really glad that this match is actually happening as is because I think all three of these teams are deserving to be in this match. I mean, I'm gonna start out with Alpha Academy. The last few months, they've really just, especially Chad Gable, has really stepped up his game, not only in the ring but on the mic. I mean, yeah. that stuff they did the the academic challenge or whatever that kind of brought me back gave me a Billy Madison vibes. Um and stuff that was entertaining af the scooter race the scooter race the the spelling bee it's just that that stuff i mean there that that's that that stuff there goes to show that if done correctly there is still a place for that kind of stuff in today's wrestling product yes but uh And then obviously the street profits, you know, I mean, I've said it for years. I think you've said it as well. Montez Ford is going to be a star at some point in time. I mean, the dude can talk, the dude can go. I mean, he's got the, 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 the biggest, you know, highest frog splash I've ever seen. I think it's even higher than Rob Van Dam. And that's saying something considering how high Rob Van Dam likes to get. Oh, wait, that's different.
0: (laughs) die. you know it may not be it may not be cuz they want the smoke
1: true yeah yeah i never thought of that and stuff and and that but i mean i just i think right now as great as these two te- these two teams that are challenging for the belts are and i think will be in the future to me uh, and uh i had a discussion with someone on facebook yesterday um about you know rk bro and just you know The the, you know just the way like should they still be a team or should Orton be on his own and stuff? But I mean, I think this is one of the very few times I've ever seen watched my screen and see and looked and it it appears that Randy Orton looks like he's enjoying what he's doing. He looks like he's honestly having fun. I you know and I said to my friend yesterday, I said Matt Riddle to me is 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 like is like is like beer. It's an he's an acquired taste. It took it's taken me a while. To be like, okay, I actually, you know, I get the character. I like it. You know, I'm all for it. And I, that's what's happened with this team. I said in the past that RK Bro is this era's rock and sock connection. Yes, because you got these two guys that are pretty much, I would say, polar opposites. For some reason, they work so well together.
0: I, I love that, dude. I love that comparison. And I know we hit on the WWE evil earlier when we were talking about. Uh... Mm-hmm. the miz but randy orton's episode man because i remember randy's early days i remember the blue trim trunks and the horrible tattoos before the skulls got there um the randy the Ran- the randy news network yes dude <laughs> the wwe evil side note freaking amazing guys if you haven't watched it go on yes. peacock give it a watch yes
1: yes go watch that. It is an even even if you're not a wrestling fan, but maybe if you're a fan of like psychi- psychology or something like that. Because yes. I mean, for God's sakes, Dr. Phil's even on that show.
0: <laughs> yes. You Dr. Know? Phil and, tells and, you why it works.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and it makes sense. Like, I actually really like, I enjoyed his take on the characters a lot more than I thought I was going to when I saw he was actually even, you know, in, 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 on the show and stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to double down with uh, uh, Giovanni Tuhati and say, yes, guys, if you have Peacock, Watch the series; it's really good. Back to the match, though.
0: Back to the match, man. It it has to be RK, bro. It has to be. I,
1: I have to. I agree as well too. I think. Uh, I think uh, the Street Profits, and I think the Alpha, the Alpha Academy will want will have their time down the line. But it's just right now, you go with you go with the hot hand, and you stick with RK, bro.
0: Oh yeah, they it's, it's not time to break them up yet. They have got too much good going with them. Mm-hmm. Now, what I could have gone without. We've got Omas and the great Bobby Lashley. Where are we going? You better not say Omos. Uh, uh,
1: well, now, what, first off, don't tell me what to say. I will say what I want to, <laughs> goddammit. That being said, I, I think this is where Omos gets it, takes his first loss. I, I feel like he's going to look really strong here. Like I think Lashley's going to win but i don't think it's going to be convincingly i think lashley's somehow going to squeak out the win cuz i think the goal here is for omas to look because obviously it's been documented they wwe has plans for omas like they're going to make he's going to be a big star He's still got a ways to go in my opinion but i feel like he's going to be looked to, to i honestly think i think he's going to dominate the match but i think somehow lashley's going to to squeak out with the win
0: all right I'm taking Lashley and I want Lashley to be as dominant as possible. I want to hurt Lock in the first five seconds and then just get Omas out of there. I don't like Omos. Well, Lottie freaking die then. <laughs> <laughs> DDJ, it is time for the main event even of even. the evening. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, all the titles on the line. Where are we going?
1: Okay, so I talked about how much I felt like outside of, you know, Brock versus Roman and uh is you know, kinda of, uh, you know, the best build up was uh Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. This story with uh Brock versus Roman, and sorry if I keep looking over, I've got NXT takeover, stand and deliver on the screen and looks like we're kicking off with uh, the uh, NXT women's tag team title match on the kickoff show here. Ooh. Um by the way, great to see uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai back together. I thought those two were great together. So I'm, I'm very happy to see them back together as well. Um, but getting back to this match, this match, if anything, goes to show that when they want to, WWE can still tell a a, a very good long long-term story because this really this has been going on for almost two years because you really go back to um, I think it was SummerSlam 2020 when Roman returned A- and then, you know, then that subsequent SmackDown where it was revealed that he was uh, with Paul Heyman. Yep. And, you know, of course you're, you, you knew right then and there that at some point you were going to see, you know, Brock versus Roman like at WrestleMania, because that was the only way the story could conclude. Then you had the stuff, you know, add the Usos in for the bloodline, and then the stuff with Paul Heyman, which Paul Heyman, there's someone that the minute he retires and is done in this business needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Um, and, and we 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 talk, you know, we talk about when you know Roman fired him and he went to Brock, and then he screwed Brock at the Rumble. You know, when Lashley won the title, and you know, and is back with Roman, which is where I think he should be. Because if anything, this last run by Brock Lesnar, this cowboy Brock, I think, is what he's being built at. It's really going to show. He doesn't need Paul Heyman anymore. Nope. He can be entertaining. He can. He can. He can go. He can cut promos. This is. This is the. This is the first time in a really long time I've enjoyed the Brock Lesnar character. Yes. I really. I really like what they've done with him. Um, and obviously, and I, just the way that Paul has been with Roman, and just this whole you know head of the table thing, which is not done. There's there's no way this head of the table gimmick is done by any stretch of the imagination. Because I think we all have you know are speculating on what's going to happen at next year's WrestleMania with it being in Los Angeles. Yeah. That being and, and that reason is why I'm going with the fact that at the end of uh, tomorrow night. Roman Reigns will be standing tall with the universe, with the undisputed, whatever they're calling this unified universal title or whatever. Because I just I feel like right now, Brock doesn't need a title to be over. I think the title is just so much a part, essentially a part of the Roman Reigns character. I just I feel like if he if he loses, he'll get it back. Like he's gonna get it back eventually because he's gonna go. And I'm I'll hear a little bit of a hot take here. Roman Reigns will go into next year's WrestleMania as a champion as a world oh. champion. Um, but I, I just feel like right now, you, 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 I'm going with Roman Reigns.
0: Acknowledge me. Dude. Oh, yes. There's no way that Cowboy Brock, which admittedly, just like you said, I've never been a big Brock Lesnar fan. I've always thought the man was about himself. He's always been about the money. He's never been about the product. He doesn't like people. You know, saying everything bad you can about Brock Lesnar, I probably said it. I really genuinely did not like the character. Um I think a
1: lot of us did.
0: And then you start seeing this Brock Lesnar. He's having fun. He's doing interviews. You're getting to actually see who Brock Lesnar is. This is a guy who Dude,
1: he took he took after he won the the title at, at, uh, in Saudi Arabia, he was taking selfies with people on his way back. When have you ever seen that from him?
0: Yeah the and it's it's weird like right now we're getting brock lesnar and i think it's closer to who lesnar really is mm-hmm. um on these shows they're doing the podcast he's doing you've heard him talk about you know he he's not really a people person brock has anxiety he doesn't like crowds he's not a people person he kind of likes to say to himself he likes to do things that you know you can do solo like hunting fishing he likes to be by himself but when he's in the ring and he's in performance mode to him that's all it is it's just him and the other person in that ring Mm -hmm. so to kind of get that understanding of who brock is to kind of see the maturation of this beast-like character into this guy that's just honestly he's not an asshole he's not a dick he's just the way he is because honestly that that's who he is and to see this new him i dig it
1: yeah and um you mentioned I haven't. I still have yet to have it uh, get it. Have a chance to watch this, but I and I need to because I've heard a lot of good things about it. He really opened up, uh, you know, on the Pat McAfee show a few weeks ago and stuff. And this is something he doesn't normally do. And I heard that it, it, you know a lot of you know good things come out of this interview. And like I said, it kind of makes me. It gave me more of an appreciation for Brock Lesnar, you know, because he, he, he like, you know, he is human after all.
0: Yeah. And he did a hell of a stone cold impression too. But all those things say putting over Brock on how I like him now and how great he is. He doesn't need the title. Roman and Roman's character really is not just built over the fact that Roman's the massive heel. Roman's character, and I'm going to break it down like Dr. Phil. The reason this works so good is because you believe that he believes he has to be the best to be relevant. And I think that's the main point. Roman's character hinges on the fact that he is the man. He is the head of the table. He is the yeah. champion. The moment he loses, he's just Roman Reigns. The longer the longer that he's champion, he's the head of the table. He runs the show. And that's his character right now. And you can't break that. It's the best thing they got going.
1: And speaking of best things, uh, your your Dr. Phil impersonation is actually one of your better impersonations. So
0: I'm going to give you props on that. <laughs> I appreciate that was not that. bad that
1: was not bad
0: oh geez it's good we don't we won't bring Shaq out today we'll we'll leave it we'll keep it as a win
1: Thank God because i <laughs> like i said this is my this is my first show back in almost a month and i i'm i'm still not i'm not ready for Shaq yet
0: oh, all right let's go ahead and wrap it up we're right at about a little bit over an hour last comments for the shooters out there ddj how you feeling well, uh, real quick, you
1: know, I want to take a moment to just say, you know, to give you uh, props for holding down the fort while you know I'm recovering and Joey K's doing his thing. You know, Joey K, you you know, we, we love you, man. We miss you. We can't wait to get the band back together and do and have as much you know and have as much fun doing the show as the three of us do together. Um, I'm just ready. Like I said, I've got NXT the the, the on, on the background. I've got it on mute so it's not distracting the sound and stuff. But uh, as soon as I'm done, I'm gonna go put a pizza in the cooker. I'm gonna watch and get, get kick back. I've already got my shower. I'm all cleaned up. I'm rocking my Rick Boog shirt and stuff. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready for WrestleMania. I hope it's. I hope everyone enjoys the weekend. You know, and all the different shows
0: out there. Hell yeah, brother! I'm watching Big Gay Brunch right now. Effie's Big Gay Brunch on GCW. I'll jump on to uh, NXT when it starts the full show. Got one small errand to run in between the shows, so. Hopefully, I'll be able to catch everything I want to see, but it's a great weekend for wrestling. It's a great weekend for wrestling fans. If you've watched everything that I have in the last few hours, Jesus, my eyeballs hurt, but it's amazing. Um, Great having you back with me today, man. Can't wait till you're back full-time. Can't wait till Joey K is back with us full-time. Buddy, we love you. We wait for you to come on out. We know you'll have uh, hot takes when you do because... You could only keep a premier heel locked away with himself for so long before he starts to break and go crazy. So who knows what we'll get when he comes back.
1: And, and I'm not promising anything. You know, I just, if I get the setup worked about as good that I have right now, I'll just let you know a little peek behind the curtain. Normally when we're recording, I'm on the show, I'm down in my basement, you know, on my computer, my still studio, whatever. Um, I'm still not clear to really put weight on my leg, which means I can't really do, you know, a lot of steps. And stuff, so I can't get down to my basement. So I'm just doing this from, I'm actually sitting in my living room on, you know, my my phone with the, my AirPods and stuff. So I, and I really liked how this turned out. So I'm, I, I would love to possibly join you for episode uh, 30 to, to, you know, to recap the weekend because there's going to be so much to talk about. And I mean, I've missed out on so much. I've not gotten a chance to talk about, you know, Scott Hall. Rest in peace. There's just so much stuff that has happened since I've been gone that I would I was itchy, you know, to talk about, but just with everything going on, it's just unfortunately I've not been able to. But I just it's WrestleMania, you know, everybody puts on their A game, and I felt like you know what I needed to put on my A game and hop on with my boy Giovanni Tuhati
0: here. Hell yeah. Shooters gallery, be ready for that episode 30. Could possibly be the welcome back DDJ. Get it off your chest episode to cover everything that he's missed. But we'll see how it all goes, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy you a great weekend full of wrestling. Thank you for being here with us. We'll put everything in the show notes. You know where to follow us. You know where we've been. This has been episode 29 of Shooting Shit. We're sending you home with some half-decent music. Yeah.
1: not forget to hit the like and subscribe button follow the show on twitter at s-h-o-o-t-i-n-s-h-t and thanks for listening